And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Tuesday morning. I'm Zach Harper filling in for Dave DeFord, joined by Trevon Edwards. On today's Ding, let's jump into it. Trey. The Los Angeles Lakers once had Julius Randle as a star component, a future building block, and then they got rid of him. And now we ended up on the Knicks, and we see a good old-fashioned revenge game in one of the biggest games from Monday night with the Knicks winning 111-96. Obviously, no LeBron James, no Anthony Davis, but a lot of Julius Randle, who scored 34 points, had 10 rebounds, 4 assists, in his revenge game against the Lakers, the Knicks are back over 500 at 28 and 27. They're riding high. They're looking good at home. And Trey, this is the Julius Randle you want to see, where he's got this big old chip on his shoulder. Yeah, I mean Julius Randle was strictly aggressive, attack mode constantly from the outside to the inside. You also got to give a nod to Alfred Payton. Had a, a very warm, aggressive first half. But then also kudos to the Knicks defense. You know what I mean? Taking Drummond and Harrell out of the game. They totaled for three points. I think they were just riding a high and just, you know, after beating the Nets and just really lackadaisical. Like, you know what I mean? Like the Lakers had, they needed to do a better job of getting uh, Trez and Drummond the ball early on. And then they had a total of 24 turnovers. Before that, 19 and, you know, in the third. And, you know, they tried to make a run in the fourth quarter, you know, where it was an 8-0 run, you know, got it down to five, but you got to credit the Knicks defense. Yeah, Knicks defense was really good in this one. And you know what's funny about this is there's points early on in the game where the Lakers are getting the ball to Andre Drummond, and Andre Drummond is, like, not a good post player, right? Like, he's just not a very efficient post player. And the Knicks were swarming him. The Knicks were all over him. And I'm like, what are they doing? Like, they can't be worried about Andre Drummond scoring in these situations, but it was forcing turnovers. Like, even if he wasn't turning the ball over, although he did have four turnovers for their 24, like, he was making a pass, and then they were rushing a pass. And you're right, that Knicks defense, like, this has been the Tom Thibodeau staple. This is the thing that's been with them all season long is even when people were doubting them and then in and then maybe doubting again and in there they've been a great defensive team all season long and I still can't comprehend how how Tibbs has been able to get this team to defend but maybe I've just got PTSD from watching him trying to get the Timberwolves to defend for a couple years and that never happening man hell of a film session man for them to take what they got from the Brooklyn game and apply it to this game Every time Drummond got the ball, they sent someone for him and had to get the ball out of his hands and allowed him to, you know, not be aggressive. And I think that's Drummond's strength. If he can see the ball go through the hoop a couple of times, he's going to keep going at it. You know, Todd Gibson and, and, and other players, you know, kept digging at it. And, you know, same thing for, for Trez, him catching the ball a little bit deeper than where he would want to get it. They weren't effective in that situation. You know, obviously Schroeder and Morris tried to get it going in the first half, but it was actually a scoring drought in the third where, the Lakers were scoreless and it was just nothing, you know, but that, that again, that's all credit to Tibbs getting these young guys ready and prepared 
to play against anybody. You know, years ago, this is a blowout. So, you know, respect to the New York Knicks. You know, go ahead and buy the uh, Julius Randle NFTs now. <laughs> Get them now. Uh, one more note on this game uh, before we move on. This was the game that broke me, Trey, is I'm officially done with replay in the NBA. I want it banned because there was a replay on a Reggie Bullock foul where he accidentally came under the landed under the foot of I don't even remember it was the shooter Ben Mclemore Ben Mclemore yes and they review it for some reason and then they had, they assess a flagrant one and that's when I said all right you know what I'm done with replay I want it out of the league I can't handle it anymore Trey like it's becoming detrimental to the product I'm okay if we see some things get called wrong I don't care anymore I just want no more replay to ruin the NBA yeah I mean. Again, it has its bonuses. It has its it has its negatives too. I don't know if I'm on the same train, but that was a questionable call. I don't think it makes or breaks the game. But when you think about it down the line, and in an important game, and that happens, yeah, I probably would be upset. I would feel the same way as you. Next topic is Joel Embiid, the MVP, back. Now, we're all giving it to Nikola Jokic because not only has he been arguably the best player in the NBA this season, but also he's been the most durable because I think he's played in every single game. Embiid missed some time. LeBron's missed some time. Everybody's missing time. But Embiid's been back for a little bit. He's been dominant. He helps destroy the Dallas Mavericks Monday night. 113 Philadelphia 76ers, 95 Dallas Mavericks. Embiid, 36 points on 10 of 17 shooting, 14 of 15 from the free throw line. Now, Trey, look, I think that Embiid has missed too much time. So unless Jokic ends up missing some time here down the last quarter of the season, I think it's his no matter what. But Embiid does look like a guy deserving of MVP consideration. First of all, I thought the big man game was dead. Was I, That's what I heard. That's what Trey. I heard. I heard it was dead. That's yes. what I heard, man. And now we got two leading contenders. As far as MVP, my, my choices change up every couple of days, man. These guys have been getting after it. And tonight, Embiid looked like the MVP. But, again, you have to, you know, tip your hat to Jokic. He's, like, leading in, like, a couple categories and, you know, just playing amazing basketball with his ball club. I was loving the trash talk. I missed Embiid out there, you know, just giving it oh, to guys. Absolutely. And he was giving it to Willie Colley-Stein. You know, obviously it's Willie Colley-Stein, but, you you know, you have to respect it and, and, and send two or three at, at Embiid. He's that good. Yeah, he's that good. Uh, for the Mavericks, uh, Luka Doncic had 32 points, 10 of 20 from the field, 10 of 11 from the free throw line, but only four assists, only four rebounds in that one, low for both of both those categories for him. And no one else really stepped up on the Mavericks. Uh, you know, the Sixers' defense is so good. One of the few times this season where they've had their entire starting lineup of Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Danny Green, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris. And we know that when – I think they're now 19-4 and four, when they have that starting five – available for them and so that's that's dominance right like we keep talking about you know Brooklyn this and Brooklyn that and I still think Brooklyn they're favorites if they're healthy but Trey this Sixers team's damn good look there was this one play right Luca makes the pass it's deflected it's going the other way could easily roll out of bounds Matisse Tybal runs sprints goes saves the ball turns it into a Danny Green three which turned into another Danny Green three that's a championship play and, you know, I know they're not the favorites to win in Vegas or across the board, but they could potentially win it all. I mean this with everything I say because making plays like that, when you got the game, like they had the game. Like this this game wasn't even in, 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 the, in the clutch like of, 
of of being a close game, but just you know being locked in for forty eight minutes, and I think that that's where they are. You know what I mean? And you know they got Dwight Howard and and all these other players that are focused on on one goal. You know, and I it's a vast improvement. This is a night and day team. You know, not not only what Doc Rivers has done with this team, but they went out and got Seth Curry. You know, and 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 Danny Green and improved the missing pieces that they really needed. And um. You know, come playoffs, man, I'm really excited, you know, if they happen to match up with uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, if we can get that, especially if we can get that as a conference finals, oh, man, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Other games from Monday night, Warriors 116, Nuggets 107 in San Francisco. Steph Curry went for 53 points and made 10 three-pointers in the game for the 18th time in his career. The next five guys on the list of most games with at least 10 three-pointers made in a contest have combined for 16 of those games. Curry also surpassed Wilt Chamberlain as the all-time leading scorer in Warriors franchise history, but some scary news coming from Denver's side of it. Late in the game, Jamal Murray went down in severe pain with a non-contact injury on his left knee, uh, hobbled to the locker room after refusing a wheelchair. It looked pretty bad, but we're not going to speculate. He'll be reevaluated after this game. Wizards 125, Jazz 121 in Salt Lake City. No Mike Conley or Jordan Clarkson in this one for Utah, and the Wizards took advantage. 34 points from Bradley Beal. Russell Westbrook had a 24-point, 14-rebound, 14-assist triple-double to overcome Donovan Mitchell's 42. Pelicans 117, King 100 in New Orleans. Brandon Ingram had 34. Zion Williamson had 30 to overcome De'Aaron Fox's 43-point effort. Kings made a late rally in that one, but could not pull ahead. Suns 126, Rockets 120 in Phoenix. Jay Crowder led the way with eight made three-pointers for the Suns, as this one got close, but was a blowout for most of it. Grizzlies 100, Bulls 91 in Memphis. 26 points for Jonas Valanciunas. Bulls are now 3-7 and seven since trading for Nikola Vucevic. And then the Spurs beat the Magic 120-97 to 97 in a rout. The Brooklyn Nets and the Minnesota Timberwolves postponed their game that was supposed to happen Monday night following the killing and murder of Dante Wright, an unarmed black man, 20-year-old, I think with his girlfriend in Minneapolis at Brooklyn Center, Minneapolis. Just an awful, awful story developing out of Minneapolis. The Nets and Wolves just looked at the situation, looked at the just the events that have gone on, uh, you know, I want to say over the last year, but it's, it's longer than that. We know that. And uh, decided to postpone the game. I thought it was the right call. I was kind of struggling with the idea of like, why are they even considering this? But there are some logistical things that the NBA just has to go through before making this decision. But ultimately, Trey, I did think it was the right call. Oh, absolutely. You know, again, it's unfortunate that we're here again, um, especially what happened a year ago with Mr. George Floyd. 
And now we're here, you know, uh, dealing with, you know, uh, the death of a young man who, you know, especially got pulled over for, I can't even think of it, uh, the air fresheners, which is yeah. just ridiculous, you know, and then also, you know, mistakenly being shot because this officer thought they had their taser instead of a gun. They do not feel the same. They do not have the same triggers. Just a poor, poor, poor behalf on this department. And, you know, I'm really disappointed, but also much respect to the Timberwolves organization and the Brooklyn Nets for not stepping out there. And obviously, it definitely went into play because of the curfew that Minnesota kind of put in place. But I really pray for the families involved and then also um, the city of Minnesota, you know, that I don't think that this is something that you can just go the next day and move from. There's obviously a lot of things going on, not only in Minnesota, but the United States. So really just hope that the state of America gets it together sooner or later. That's going to do it for today's Daily Ding. Make sure you subscribe to The Athletic. Subscribe to all the podcasts across the Athletic Podcast Network. Make sure The Athletic NBA Show, No Dunks, all the team-specific shows, House of Strauss, all that good stuff. Make sure you subscribe for the best coverage of sports on the internet. And I'm Zach Harper. That's Trevon Edwards. With that sign-off, ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.